Welcome to Trash Fire. Disclaimer, we have to let you know before we say anything wrong, our opinions, beliefs, comments, thoughts, future thoughts, etc., do not represent that uh, of the Department of Eugene Springfield Fire and Local 851. So funny story, when I was young, so I have zero um, hunting experience. None. Never hunted a day in my life. Know a lot of people that do, right? And I appreciate it. The only experience I have with, uh, well, I know you're, you're a, b- a bow hunter, right? Mm-hmm. So bow hunting, do you long you long rifle as well? I, I do. That's how long I grew gun? up. Yep. Okay, yep. gotcha. Okay. So um, found a bow in the garage, right? Compound bow. And I almost brought it in. How old are you in this story? I am probably... Like, is this the last week? No. Yeah, <laughs> could be. Probably like 10 years old, maybe. Okay. 10 to 12. 10, 12. Okay, so I find this compound bow. You're 300 pounds, full muscle. Yep. Uh, I go to the nearest field, and I just start shooting arrows <laughs> straight up in the air. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> so I thought it would be cool just to see how far they go, you know, in the oh air. And don't get me wrong, goodness. it was a very, very big field. There was nothing around. Just but I didn't animals. really take into account... <clears throat> That you? very dangerous could, you know, just <laughs> become a, you know, just a uh-huh. right in the head. Oh, my yeah. word. So that's oh my, my word. funny story. Wow. I love it. <clears throat> uh, I love but it. what I wor- really wanted to start off with is m- the best rendition that I can possibly do. Have you seen Talladega Nights? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you know the scene at the, the, the dinner table when they're praying? Oh, yes. Praying? Yes. I'm going to do my best rendition of the Talladega Nights <laughs> prayer scene. What? Okay? Oh, my God. Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. And this <laughs> pertains to you, okay? Okay. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, thank you for Bowtech bows. <laughs> thank you for the Realm SR6 2019. Love their technology. Allows me to just shoot anything from any distance anywhere in the world. I also want to thank Cabela's. With their 82 stores, and also Bass Pro with their 177 stores. <laughs> I can get whatever I want, whenever I need, whenever I feel what? like it. i also like to thank Mossy Oak, big game. Uh, basically, I just want to give a little history here. Um, founded in 1986 by Toxie Haas, Mississippi. Thank you, Toxie. Really, really love Mossy Oak. Thank you for getting everything that I need to go out hunting and uh, bring home the game. Also want to talk, talk about Vapor Trail. Thank you, Vapor Trail. Uh, quit your crying. Everyone knows what they say. I uh, love the VTX Twist Extreme uh, string and cable setup. Uh, you know what? You don't have to worry about uh, string creep and uh, peep rotation anymore. Uh, they got you covered. Mm-hmm. Just want to say also thank you, uh, uh, Vapor Trail, for the 300 colors that you, come, uh, that you provide for us in the string and cables for our bows. I want to talk about tight spot uh, quivers. That's all, I, that's all I got. Tight spot, tight spot quivers. Uh, Tacticam. I just want to talk about them. Thank you for your 4K resolution, uh, your live streaming, remote sync, uh, your slow motion, your Wi-Fi app. Uh, it's weatherproof. And I can also, uh, you know, the image stabilization uh, technology. Any weapon, anytime, Tacticam. Thank you very much. Uh, nature's paint. Uh, you know, for, for, the, for the sensitive-skinned hunter. I just want to thank you for that. Thank you very much. Uh, also, you know, Serena and Nicole over there, thank you very much. Love, you, love your product. Uh, and I just want to finish up with the most important thing is our family, our health, and 
Trash fire. Trash fire. Trash fire. <laughs> Episode four. We're here, everybody. We're back. Big John, myself, Jeremy. And we have a guest that I'm really excited about today, John. I oh, mean, yeah, absolutely. We we were planning this before the new year, and then, like, holidays or something got in the way, of course, of trash fire. Oh, well, yeah, you got married. Oh, yeah, I got married. Got too. married. That was kind of a little bit of a thing. And then I had you know, some surgeries. Cool yeah. New wing. How, uh-huh. Your wing is doing well. It looks good. Oh, yeah. It's starting to feel better. It's, yeah. It's funny. You probably haven't used that muscle in quite some time, and it's still three times the size of oh, my dude. leg. I, yeah. So. Not good. Uh, let, rotator cuff. Oh, no. Let's, uh, let's give a drum roll. Manny, drum roll. Manny. That's it. Nothing. Oh, nothing. Okay. Drum roll. Uh, yeah. The guest today is Chrissy Hay. What's up? Hi, Chrissy guys. Hay Knox. Nice. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Chrissy is a uh, sister um, of one of the gentlemen that works here, sweet, sweet Ryan. I love him so much. Love Ryan. Ryan, hates. congrats on the baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A cool name. Healthy, happy. Ha- healthy, happy. And cool name. And cool name. Yeah. Like, that's where my parents went wrong. Like, Jeremy. Like, <laughs> known gullible dork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little background about Chrissy and we'll get into all the all the fun stuff but mother hunter scientist this is the part I'm excited about uh and I'm just gonna come out and say it all right badass sorry mom cursed uh thanks for being on the show Chrissy oh thank you for having me um well let's just let's just jump right into it uh Chrissy we talked about uh bow hunting we're gonna make the correlation here with uh firefighting but uh you grew up Grew up hunting. I did. What what did. what age were the parents like, hey, I think it's a good idea for you to go out there and harvest this animal? Well, the harvesting came a little later, but I was <laughs> in my first deer camp when I was four months old. Oh. I mean, it, that's what we did. Yeah. That was our vacation. So I was in Eastern Oregon come October. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I, I can remember being in camp when they'd bring in the bucks, um, I mean, it was the most exciting thing when those trucks would come in after a morning hunt. And I, I mean, we were too young to go out with them, but oh man, when you see antlers coming out the back of the truck, it was just swarms of kids around the, around the pickup. So from the time I could walk, I was all about being a part of the whole process, the skinning, the gutting, if I could be there, everything we wanted to be a part of. So, but it was, I was probably eight or nine when I really started getting into going out with dad and, and my grandpa. And my brother and cousins. Hmm. Um, and uh, they didn't make us, but they let us be a part of everything. They kind of let mm. us do it on our terms, which I think was important. But, you know, if we showed interest in, you know, field dressing a deer or, you know, getting in there and pl- playing with the heart and, and learning learning Jeez. the anatomy and physiology of it. And so we got to be a part of everything. And it was amazing. So I think that's that probably spawned my interest for science as well, because that's what I went into eventually. But, um, but yeah, at a very young age and from there on, it just, it just grew. And as soon as I could put a rifle in my hands, I did. And we were rifle hunters. That's what we primarily did growing up. Um, and then Ryan and I, uh, when we were probably in our early twenties, it got really hard to draw rifle tags in Oregon. Mm. I don't want, I don't want to wait three years to draw a, you know, a deer or an elk tag. So Ryan actually made the first move. He says, I have an idea. Let's buy bows. (laughs) Oh, okay. You know, it's something we can do in the off years and, and, uh, you know, it'll, it'll fill in the blanks when we're not rifle hunting. Oh boy. We bought the bows 
and I literally have not rifle hunted since. Really? I mean, not that I don't enjoy it, but I love archery so much. It's such an intimate sport, requires 100% concentration, and the encounters you have are unmatched. I mean, you just... I, I will n- I'll never go back unless, you know, there's there's no archery season going yeah. on. <laughs> well, let me ask you a quick question, okay? So I wouldn't call myself an archery hunter. I, I mainly would say that, you know, come fall, I walk around with my bow and hike. Like, that's pretty much <laughs> just what I do. We do a lot I of do. that, too. <laughs> uh, but look at this. For those of you home that can't see, I'm, I think Chrissy would agree this is, like, perfect form, you know? Isn't looks that? good. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. So I have no idea. Yeah. Well, but if I, she says it's that's because you don't yeah. need a bow. <laughs> I just never hunted. Dude. Look at these. I see exactly. <laughs> I just jump out of a tree yeah. like a bear. I don't have that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just reading a book about hunting, and the author was talking about introducing your kids mm-hmm. to uh, hunting. And the guy he had three kids, and it was kind of like. Uh, each time he made like a different crucial mistake that like pushed <laughs> the kid away. Have you had to deal with that? How, how old is your kid? He's seven. Okay. He's so seven. he's coming around that eight or nine range. He is. And he spent a lot of time in the woods with me actually. And it is, it's crucial. You know, you get these gung ho parents that love hunting and they want to share their passion so bad. And I get it. I, I mean, I, I have those tendencies myself, but it has to be on their terms. You have to put yourself you know, be five or six years old again. You didn't want to do even the things you loved. You didn't want to do for very long, Yeah. you know, so I, you have to do it on their terms and you have to know that, okay, if I take him out on this elk hunt, it's basically going to be a walk in the woods. Mm -hmm. We're going to answer a lot of questions. It's going to be very loud. And after a half hour, he might be ready to go back to the truck Mm -hmm. and that's okay. You know, (laughs) you can push the envelope a little bit if you're wanting them to learn, you know, that it's not always easy, but you can't expect them to go out there from, you know, dawn till dusk and be ready to do it again tomorrow morning. They're never going to want to go again. Yeah, and putting the, putting <laughs> yeah, the crazy exactly. miles and terrain you guys go so on. So it gives you a chance to, to figure out if that's something that, you know, they really love to do. What if what if they don't? What if they truly don't? You have to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've done it on Jesse's terms. He goes on a lot of turkey hunts with me where he can oh, sit fun. in the blind and stay warm. Um, we'll just go on quick little walks, you know. He, he loves the calling, you know. Yeah. So if you, if you take him out and, and, you know, try to call an elk, that's what he loves. Oh, and gotcha. I just keep waiting for that moment when it when it all comes together and it actually works and his eyes are, you know, as big as saucers. We've had him answer a few times and it was like, wow, mommy, <laughs> that worked. Um, but uh, we just, I just kind of get his feel for it and what he, what he's wanting to do. And he's he's wanting to do it more and more, but he's still seven, you know. Yeah. He's, sometimes it's like, no, I don't want to get out of bed. So yeah. sometimes we don't go until eight just because <laughs> I'd rather have him go than not. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's a delicate thing with kiddos if you really want them to grow that passion, yeah. you know, without being forced to. Well, I, I grew up in the city. I know I look like a country boy and all, but. You're a city slicker. Yeah, I'm yeah. city slicker. I really am. But uh, I, like, tried to, you know, I don't, my parents didn't hunt. I, I didn't have friends growing up that hunted. So it's been all, like, self-taught as an adult. Yeah. Which is awful. Like you look like an idiot all the time. Like (laughs) I like spent like the last year training my dog to go bird hunt and you know, she, the dog is incredible. Like she can do all the stuff that I need her to do. And then I realized after the first hunt, I didn't practice at all. 
shooting my shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I missed, like, my dog would look back at me. And, I mean, she might as well have just been like, F you, guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my part. Yeah. Where are you at? <laughs> hey, I just ran 20 miles today. And... Uh, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Like, <laughs> I guess I'll go run up and down this crazy terrain again. What is this, amateur hour? Yeah. <laughs> so we might figure it out this next season, but it's a big learning curve. It is. Well, and, and like I said, we were older when we got into the archery thing. I would give anything to have a video of me shooting a bow for the first time. Because we do, we do a lot of teaching and clinics with kids, adults, men, women, the like. And, you know, they, they do, they expect so much of themselves. Like it has to be perfect right out of the box. And I would love to show them, this is where I started. You're doing fine because <laughs> I look like an absolute idiot. So <laughs> you have to give yourself some grace. And it's like, you know, being a woman in the sport, you are, you know, you have a tendency to already feel a little, you know, some of us feel intimidated. And so you feel that need for perfection right out of the hat. And you have to allow yourself those mistakes. Yeah. If you're not making mistakes, you're not learning. Sure. So. Well, let's. Let's like skip around here because you just you just spoke about something that we want to touch on. You know, uh, a woman being in a predominant uh, male uh, activity, and it's similar to the fire service. I looked at some stats, and in the fire service a couple of years ago, it was below four percent are women, and uh, I could only find this for hunting, but in the state of Michigan, it was below ten percent a couple yeah. years ago. And it's just, it's, it's crazy to think about because we, John and I, we have, uh, I feel like we have a few women at our department that, I mean, they just crush it. Like to speak of a few, like Shannon was in the top 300 at the stair climb last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know what she individually ranked, um, in the female division, but I the top 300 the top, of all of that's it. That's amazing. Mm, I think she was in the top three in her category. Yeah. Females, she, yeah. Awesome. and I mean, Heidi, Heidi broke her back. And she has never once complained about having like back pain. Like I go into work and I'm like, oh, I slept kind of funny. And so, um, you know, so you, we have that sim similarity in hunting and in the fire service. Um, you know, what experience, uh, you know, or trials have you faced with that? You know, um, <clears throat> like I said, being a woman in a predominantly male sport, um, I, I, I was never made special growing up I mean I was special but I I never I never thought I was special in the group of men going hunting I, w I was just so happy to be there you know sure. it's like, at first they didn't realize how into it I was it wasn't that I wasn't welcome but it was you know wow we had no idea she was as into it as the boys were so I just kind of became part of the crew and I never realized that it was odd that I was the only girl I just thought well there's not that many girls in my family so you know it's makes sense that I'm the only one here <laughs> um and, that, and I actually have another cousin, one girl cousin that hunts as well. And which it was just what we did. So I never real, I never grew up thinking that it was weird. So I never really, as yeah. I, as I progressed, I never really thought about it much until we get to those moments where, you know, Ryan and I would be teaching a seminar or a clinic and they'd be making eye contact with him, asking him all the questions. And it was like, oh, so this is, uh -huh. this is okay. how it's going to be. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And uh, so th at that moment, I realized that I'm, rather than speaking about it, my actions are going to speak a lot louder than my words. Mm -hmm. And from then on, it was just like, lead by example. I'm going to, you know, I don't, I don't need to prove it to you, but yeah. I'm going to, you know, show you that I can do it and that it's okay to listen to me. I have good information and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm learning all the time. And so by doing that, 
pe- people came around, you know, yeah. they, they'd start and social media has helped with that a lot. Sure. You know, it's, it, it can be overwhelming at times, but if you, if you put yourself out there in the right ways, um, and inspire, you know, through, through different facets of social media, I think you can, um, you can show that women are capable without saying, here I am, I'm yeah. awesome, you know, I, I'm better than the guys, blah, 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 which, you know, is, is not the way to get there. Just just do your thing, show it, and, and people will start seeing that. You don't you don't need to talk about it all the time. Yeah. And uh, it's nice having Ryan, actually. He's, you know, when you have somebody that's that's out there with you doing it, he can, he, he we're great for each other because he can say, well, you know what? My sister actually knows a little bit more about that than I do, uh-huh. so I'm going to, I'm going to, Sure. hand her this question and vice versa so sure. i just i've never let it become a thing i mean yeah. as far as i'm concerned yes i'm a female but it doesn't make any difference awesome cool so you were talking about uh you know different ways if you're in a situation where you know it's kind of awkward like a dude's mm-hmm. not going to take your word because you're, right. you know you're a female which is nonsense right right um Dude you said curse. that you just, you know show mm-hmm. them right yep is there yes. any other ways that you can kind of break down that barrier of you know misunderstanding or yes. you know that uh, mm preconceived notion that you know she's a girl i'm a guy yeah, i'm not going to take any advice it's called girls. jack daniels and <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. right you know um there again sometimes it takes time uh-huh. you know it, it in one encounter if somebody's you know if we're in a store or somewhere it's it's hard to prove to them that yeah i do know what i'm talking about but um i'll just kill them with kindness you know oh, i mean nice. I, I approach everything with kindness i don't get frustrated i don't i don't get angry i make I, i'm not an angry person anyway but mm-hmm. i just rather you know i try to come from their level of understanding some people you know some of them were raised that way that's just how their mind works and sure. you're not going to change it by you know, reacting mm-hmm. with anger or frustration. So I will just say, you know, I said, you know, each, each person has their own experiences. Um, I learn just as much from the people I teach, <clears throat> you know, so I put it, I try to make it so that they don't think I know everything. I, I make it known that I'm learning just as much from the people I talk to and I pick up different tidbits here and I'm always learning, but this is what I'm learning. And, and what works well too is saying you know you know 90 percent of what i've learned is from all the mistakes i've made mm-hmm. and not making them again so make, making yourself human and real and not trying to put yourself on some sort of pedestal that you know everything because you don't and you never will um and that that usually brings them back down to my level and they just it, it calms them down because they realize i'm not going to put on an attitude either yeah. sure. um and then usually if if hopefully we'll have a second encounter with them <laughs> where we run into them you know at an event or better in the woods yeah. <laughs> yeah. and they see that you're actually out there doing, you know, what, what you said you did. Yeah. And there again, social media helps because, you know, if you can get, get involved with them, then say, Hey, you know, find me on Facebook. I'd yeah. love to keep up with you. How, you know, how your hunt went. And then from there they see, wow, you know, she's getting her hands dirty. She's really out there doing this sure. next time. I'll listen a little harder. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. So, so teaching, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, whether it be, you know, technique, mm-hmm. you know, of shooting or calls or whatever, right? Yep. Um, teaching. Um, I know that you, you know, you've referenced your brother as yes. being a part of, you know, going and doing those teaching yes. uh, opportunities. You mentioned some other family members, yes. right, that have been a part of, you know, who you are growing up and kind of, uh, and what have you learned from, you know, other mentors in your life, uh, you know, about how, how to really be, um, uh, someone that's going to be an advocate for hunting mm-hmm. and doing it the right way, an advocate for females in the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you mentioned your grandfather, right? Yes. And I'm sure that maybe all of those 
accumulative, you know, experiences with your grandfather as well as your yes. your brother. Yes. Um, kind of lends itself to being, you know, good at what you do right now. Could you Certainly. expand upon uh, that a little Absolutely. bit? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, growing up, uh, I, I hunted with my entire family. I mean, pretty much I didn't need heroes that you saw on TV or people. Batman, that, no. Uh, no. I oh. mean, not that they weren't great, but I had a family that was full of them. Oh, cool. You That's know, cool. I mean, so I, I was so blessed to have mentors and heroes right at arm's length. And my grandpa being the first of those. I mean, he was the patriarch of the Hay family. He was actually a Eugene firefighter. He retired oh. as a captain in oh. 1983. Nice. Um, and he was amazing. And growing up, my brother would hunt with my dad. My cousin would hunt with, hunt with my uncle. And that just kind of left me, not not homeless, but yeah. grandpa would say, well, this is my girl, you know. And he's yeah. like, she's my favorite. I'm going to take her, <laughs> you know. And so that just kind of became the joke. But he truly did take me under his wing. And he was my first hunting partner. Oh, cool. um, and I spent a lot of time with him in the woods. Um, I got, got my first buck with him. Um, learned, I mean... He was an outstanding human being, yeah. and I learned so much about, I mean, life in general, not just hunting. Through hunting, I learned about life, yeah. um, and I spent a lot of time with him. I, I mean, we were, we were like this, so um, he was a huge part of the start I got, and from there, like I said, my, my dad and my uncles, oh my gosh, they were, they were saints. They took us in the woods, driving around, looking for deer, I mean... It was a miracle when we got anything, <laughs> but they did it, and they and they did it with a happy heart, and um, they are the reason that we have this passion today, and we're able to expand on it. So having a family that was willing to, you know, I mean, I feel like our passion was even stronger than theirs. Mm. They didn't want to probably be out in the woods as much as we did, but they did it because they saw in us uh, what yeah. what was possible. So because of that, Ryan and I, you know, we had such a great start and I, and even though we're about the same age Ryan is my favorite person <laughs> I mean <laughs> he is anybody that knows him he is again an outstanding human being uh, and I guy. and for being a little brother I look up to him so much and I think the feelings mutual but um I I count on him he's my support in the woods he gets me you know when we're down we get each other back up and you have to have that you have to have that so my family I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll start tearing up if I say too much more, but they are my heroes. So I was very fortunate. And that being said there, I want to be that for somebody else that didn't have that background, you know, whether it be a woman, a child, a man, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if I can be that support system, you know, where somebody can come and ask questions and learn that me, you know, didn't have that opportunity growing up or doesn't have somebody close to them. That's kind of been what Ryan and I are all about. And me, especially as a woman, there's a lot of women that are terrified to walk into a pro shop or ask questions. And if I can be that for them through social media, through face to face, whatever it may be, I'm going to do that because you never want to pass up the opportunity for someone that really wants to learn. Yeah. So. You know, Ryan, Ryan and I, <laughs> we always joke that we're on the same team at station one and there's only two people on our team. It's it's Ryan and I, and then it's against Station One. Like <laughs> we just get made fun of 24/7, and like Ryan just takes it like a champ and just brushes it off. And granted, I'm a lot more or a lot newer than him. And uh, whenever he like jumps on the other side and like picks on me a little bit, I'm like Ryan, we're on the same team. <laughs> like, but sweet, sweet Ryan, like that guy is uh, he's awesome. He's, he is uh, so nice and. Uh, it was a big part of my 
uh, development program and he is the super best. thankful for him. Mm-hmm. Me too. Love you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not listening. <laughs> so I was going to ask, um, you know, there's a lot of, whether you're male or female, um, it's really kind of hard to put yourself out there uh, in a position to fail, right? It is. And I think, you know, hunting, um, you know, kind of getting back to, you know, there's not a lot of females, you know, that do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the same as, uh, it's just a smaller population of females in our line of, you know, our career right, field. Right, right. Um, and in hunting also. Uh, here at Eugene Springfield, uh, we do a young women's um, fire yeah. camp, um, awesome. which is really awesome because it just... Um, it just really kind of enables them or, or puts them in situations to, you know, help self-confidence, mm-hmm. you know, problem solving. Um, it's a really, really awesome thing. So um, hunting for you as you've grown up, what do you think hunting's done for you as far as making you a stronger woman, right? Or just a stronger person in general. A lot of times it's difficult to get up and talk in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, you know, physical things, you know, just not being in shape or as you grow up, it's like, mm-hmm. I need to get better at this because I got to pack all this stuff out. Right. 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 So um, what are the things that hunting has done for you to make you who you are today? A very right. strong, capable, you know, hunter, mother, you know, uh, s- you know spouse or, right. you know, significant other. Um, what are the things that have that hunting's done for you to contribute to your strengths, um, you know, as a. Yeah. For a capable person. It's been a huge part, mostly because hunting, when you get down to it, is a very individual, I mean, private thing almost, because it's it's very mental, it's very physical. You're out in the woods, you're quiet, you're lost in your own thoughts. And when it comes crunch time, it's just you, that animal, and the space between you. You know what I mean? So it's like hunting has helped me to focus to learn to focus on you know what's at hand and and when I'm hunting that's all that's all that's on my mind so it's it's trained me to be able to control my mind more um and then you know you you put what you've learned and all the mistakes you've made I mean that's the biggest thing don't be afraid to make those mistakes Uh because you're going to keep making them if you're not making mistakes it means you're not out there (laughs) doing it enough so by honing in on your own skills and then when it comes to fruition or you know something really cool happens it's like oh my gosh I did that Mm -hmm. I did that and without hunting I don't know that I would have had that aha moment you know like oh my gosh I can do this you know I don't Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily I want my family there but I don't need them there Uh I don't need anyone else Um, so for me that was like finding your thing you know and it and it it spreads out into the rest of your life when you're attempting to do something else. You know, I mean, there's moments where it's like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to meet this deadline? How am I going to make this crazy week work? And I remember that moment of being in the bottom of that creek bottom. Like, you got out of that. Sure. You're really going to complain about this or worry about this? No. Uh, you're just yeah. going to go do it and crush it. Yeah. Nice. And you do, yeah. you know. So, um, for me, it's been I mean, we, we talk about how all the miseries of hunting, and at the end of the day, we call it fun, <laughs> <laughs> and it is, but you do, you you test your ultimate, you know, the skill, you, yeah. And I boundaries. Mean, and boundaries, where yeah, where you think your boundaries are, sure. and, you know, you Pushing surpass them every year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in mile three of Ryan's bull pack out this year, I really thought I was at my limit. <laughs> I had no idea I was about to do five more miles up hill, yeah, you geez. know, and how many more would I have done if I needed to? Sure. So sure. it just, it just learns for you to raise those ceilings. I mean, blow them up. Yeah. Basically there are no ceilings. So, and that feeds through the rest of your life. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so whether you're uh, a gal or you're just, Maybe you have some sort of handicap that holds you back or 
or I don't know, you're short or whatever. I'm just trying to pull this back back to the fire service. You know, you have something against you, whether it's those things I just said. But do you have any advice for people that, you know, it's almost like they feel like they have something to prove. Like it's like, hey, you know, I'm the uh, I don't know, I'm like the one percent or the lower percentage Mm -hmm. of of this group. And, you know, people are just you feel like attention's on you because I'm sure like we've talked about before, it kind of seems like that. Uh, oh, yeah. And in, in certain cases, I mean, is there anything, you know, just a little quick, like, hey, go do this. And yeah. You're good. Or yeah. Um, I, we all have our weaknesses. I mean, I, you put me next to a group of guys. It's obvious what my weakness is going to be in the woods. Right. So find your strengths or, you know, if there's if, if there are physical limitations that truly are there, that doesn't mean, you know, yeah, they're going to be there find something else to compensate that with, you know, become, become stronger in other facets, especially in a team, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be things that you're going to be better at. Even if you are horrible at this, there's going to be things, you know, that you can do really well that somebody else is like, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to do that. So in, as team, as a team, you can find where you fit and, and make yourself, you know, fit the puzzle. Sure. Um, on an individual level, I think it's the same thing. You know, you find a summit, you may, you know, in, in the hunting world, it's like, okay, my knee is shot today. I can't go up those rocks. Well, you go up the other way, you know, I'm, I'm, I have, you know, endurance so I can hike an extra three miles to get around mm-hmm. those rocks. You, you find a way around it, um, whether it be individual or teamwork. Um, and I just, I, I guess I just, I don't let those get to me. I mean, yeah. y- you have your mental weak moments and mm-hmm. that's what you have your friends and your family for. But at the end of the day, you just can't, you can't let it become a boundary for you. Sure. Um, so as long, as long as you yeah. can identify that yeah. and yeah. come up with a solution, it really yeah. doesn't it's matter. It's okay to say. be. Yeah, it's okay. And it's okay to, you know, you don't have to hide those, what you consider flaws or weaknesses. It's, it's okay to acknowledge. I mean, I think by acknowledging them, you can hit them head on and say, okay, this is, this is how it is. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't exist, uh-huh. but I'm going to do this to combat that. Sure. And you do. I, awesome. I feel like one of my main weaknesses is I mess up 24 <laughs> seven and I learn the hard way all the time. And the best part is I feel like I learn and then I learn again, you know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how do I fix this? And then so, you fix it. Yeah. And then you repeat. Yeah. I just keep fixing it. And then like all of a sudden it's like, Oh, squirrel. <laughs> and like, Oh, did it again. Like, <laughs> shoot. Oh, we, and, and that's the thing you have to remember. I said, so I know I've mentioned social media so many times, but it's so huge. All people are seeing is someone's highlight reel. Sure. You sure. know, you're not. And, and I've noticed there's a lot of people that are very inspiring that are, are taking note of that. And they put, you know, they put a little more out there of themselves. It ex- exposes them a little bit, but I think that's good for people to see that nobody's perfect. Nobody's doing it right every time. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, you know, I mean, you get these hunters that, you know, make bad shots or misses completely. And you're starting to see that come out sure. in the videos and they're not afraid to say it. And that's, uh, people need that. You have to know it's not perfect. You know, y- everyone's dealing with their own issues, wh- no matter what it's about, you know, yeah. work, hunting, whatever you're into, no one stays perfect, even though that's all you're seeing. What if no day is perfect for you? I, like, again, I just, every day. <laughs> I mean, it's I a miracle. It's it's e- exercise. There's just uh, perfect moments. Yeah, it's, a, it's 11, it's a 11 o'clock, and I've, I'm so far, I'm perfect. Yeah? Point. No, well, I'm just I kidding. guess it's an exercise in humility, though, right? Yeah, well, yeah. It's I, I think huge. Well, it's a big thing, it's right? A, it's a That's good one point. of my top four things. I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I screwed up yesterday at work, and uh, uh, 
driving there and I, I went to the wrong location. I should have went to a different location. Instead of, you know, I got, I got talked to about it when we got back to the house. And instead <laughs> of just being like, you guys are right, you're right. I tried to argue it. And then I just made it worse, just dug a deeper hole. Yeah. And then I and then I was so mad at myself for even just not just owning up to it. It was like, stupid <laughs> Jeremy. Gosh dang it. Just keep digging that hole. I got a good shovel if you guys are looking for one. <laughs> uh, okay, let's what's this what's this whole deal with uh being a scientist? I mean Bunsen burners, <laughs> like chemical graduated it cylinders. Was, yeah. yeah. I, there, I, I think the way I grew up definitely nurtured that part of me, but um, I just loved science and math growing up as a kid. I was, That's you know, crazy. it was one of my strengths. And uh, I, you know, grew up in the country. I always worked on farms and ranches. I mean, I worked around cattle, sheep, drove combines, moved pipe. I mean, I was around it all the time, agriculture, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. And I knew that's what I wanted to go into. So I actually went and got my degree in veterinary science. Um, and I, I mean, being in my 20s, I worked so many different jobs trying to figure out where I, where I wanted to be. Where I ultimately landed was basically a research and development scientist, and I did quality control for an ag chem company. And mm. it was. It was the ultimate. I was out in the field. I was in the office, and I was in the lab. It was, it was perfect for me. Did you me. have a lab coat? I did. Oh, yes. I did. Yeah. Nice. That's when you my know. My name you and everything. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, but most of the time, I was in my muddy boots, jeans, going back and forth to the field. But, yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I spent a lot of time out in the field and in the lab, you know, biology and science, and uh, working my numbers, math and science is what I did. So. How, do you, how do you find balance with that? You know, like I feel like in life, like all I'm trying to do is right. find balance, whether it's personal life, whether it's these goals or some sort of dream that I thought up that day. Yeah. Like, how do you, I mean, I don't know. I just want to do so many things yes. and it's hard to just hone in and be like, all right, we got this one to a certain point. I would say I'm below average to mediocre at most things that I do. Like <laughs> I start like going on something and then it's like, oh, okay, you're there. <laughs> like, I kind of do it. I agree because you're my, you know, it's one of those where you lay in bed at night thinking about all the different things, but I, I have to, and I have a tendency to do that. So I have to compartmentalize it. I, you know, I love a lot of things, but when I'm doing that one thing, I give it 100%. It gets 100% of my focus, even if it's just for five minutes, you know, it's like this next five minutes is going to be about this. And then, you know, I might, I might be mom for the next 20 minutes where, you know, He's going to get all my focus. I'm going to forget everything I was doing over here mm-hmm. and just be mom. So, you you know, you might be doing that side hustle all day long, you know, f- five minutes here, ten minutes there. But whatever it is you're doing at that moment, shut your brain off to everything else and do it. Um, so it kind of combats that squirrel, you yeah. know, <laughs> mentality because I have it as well. I It's, it's like OCD and, and yeah. You know, ADHD all at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's and, and you do. There's going to be ten different things going on at, one time so multitasking i think if you can focus in on each thing for even just a minute yeah. and then move on that's what you have to do so i was going to ask uh you know like we have the young women's you know fire camp right mm-hmm. do they have the equivalent type thing for yes. uh, women in in, in in hunting they absolutely do several events the biggest one that i'm involved in is called ladies hunting camp oh, cool. and we do two camps in oregon over in lapine uh-huh. and one in utah uh-huh. and it is outstanding these women can come and learn everything for the for the woman that you know that want to do it all that want to do it all or don't you know it's sometimes hard to learn from your spouse and you probably shouldn't they can come but both directions absolutely yes yeah you're doing Um, it wrong or (laughs) never grew up like said people that didn't grow up 
have nowhere to start. Sure, they have yeah. nowhere to start. Um, they can That's come good. learn how to shoot a rifle, a pistol, a shotgun, wow. a bow, self-defense, how to field dr- We actually harvest an elk and oh, field cool. dress it while they're there. What? Um, yes. Where does this elk come from? I, an elk ranch right down the road. They, oh. they donate to us. Yes. Cool. So we get to That's go down. Really cool. Yeah. The, the girls learn orienteering, self-defense, how to hang a tree stand, how to shoot from a tree wow. stand, trailer handling. Nice. I mean, you know. Na- how many kiddos we, are there? It's not kiddos. It's women. It's a ladies' oh, hunting oh, camp. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so there are similar things too, but this is this is something that I'm very passionate about and become part of. Um, and we have like 50 women at each camp. They can bring their families and their uh-huh. kids. Oh, they cool. can't go to the classes with them because sure, we want yeah. it to be a safe place for them to just ask their questions and learn. But they, I mean, we teach elk calling. I teach a blacktail hunting class. They learn turkey hunting. Um, you name it, they get to learn it. Predator wow. hunting, how to do it. And from there, they, you know, they establish relationships and friendships with other women trying to do it. And they can go out and do it together. You know, you, mm-hmm. you meet, might meet your hunting partner there that you otherwise didn't have. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of things going on with that. And it's growing every year. And How long uh, have you been doing that for? Oh, gosh, we've been doing it now for five years. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's huge. I mean, it's blown oh, up. Bet. It started yeah. out as just a tiny, tiny little camp one summer. And uh, now it's three huge camps with like 200 people waiting lists. Sweet. Wow. It's amazing. How so many we're, instructors do you guys Oh, gosh, have? there's probably about 20 of us. Oh, very yeah, cool. All, all women? All. Well, all women? I would not, uh, not all of them. There are a few husbands that help. Sure. Um, um, just as logistical just, support. Yeah, ex- yeah they're, they're, they're just good at what they do, and they, yeah. they're the spouses of the other women instructors. So cool. But, yeah, it's primarily women. We do campfires. They All the meals are provided. We, yeah, we, we actually cook the wild game. Sweet. So they learn, you know, yes. each woman walks away with, you know, a lot of them get a bow or a rifle. Yeah. yeah. Um, they walk away with gear. And so you've got vendors there yeah, as well? I, well, we have sponsors. Oh, sponsors. So, yeah. So every woman walks away with something Everyone you said. that oh, they win. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I so. wanted to plug that <coughs> for you. Yeah, right? That Thank was you. good. That Thank was good placement, you. huh? It absolutely was. No, Genius. I, it is. <laughs> but, yeah, awesome, awesome thing for women. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, that's really, it is. That's really, really cool. And you, so with uh, – at the beginning, when yes. you have people that have never hunted before, females, right? Yes. I'm sure that there's uncertainties and you know there all these not. things, right? From the st- how, how long? How many days is it? It's four days. Four days. So at the beginning, yeah, they're coming in. They don't know anything. Yeah. At the end, what are some of the? Are there some significant changes? You know what I mean? That they're like yeah. more confident. You know what I mean? Like uh, that type of thing. Confidence is huge. That's a big thing, right? It's, they realize that you know, and they may learn. Some women walk away and say, you know what? It's not for me. But sure. I'm glad I did it. Sure. You know, I never would have known. I was always curious. But but they walk away with more confidence because uh-huh. even though I didn't enjoy this, I learned something. And I learned I can kick it if I need to. Sure. You know, I rocked this. So what, whatever it may be, but so many of them walk away. You know, and we get these success stories the next year. Like, I shot my first uh, buck. So cool. Or, you know, oh, I went wow. and bought a bow. Or, you know, a lot of them will do like these hunting training competitions, train to hunt. Sure. You know, and they go and win it. You oh, know, cool. I mean, it's, Jeez. it's life changing, yeah. you know, whether, whether you become a hunter or not, it's, it's such a confidence boost that it, it's amazing. I mean, like there, again, there's tears, there's, you know, there's All testimonials. Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot happens at that camp, uh-huh. you know, it, it it's you, amazing. Do you allow spouses to, we, to come? We so do. You, I know you look, yes. So yeah. It's dry it can camping. be a little bit of a issue with, it could, do, do you like uh, husbands try to like Get there, in there and be there's like, there's been hey. a few, there's been a few do where you, they'll, how do you, how do you deal with like, Hey, yeah, right. Kind of like, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, for the, we, we've so just we, made it off limits this. for spouses to come to the classes. They so they have. each have, you know, we have like two hour time slots for okay. the classes and we just don't allow the spouses sure. to come. That way there, there isn't an issue sure. and there's no nerves there. You know, the well, wives aren't well, shooting, because, wondering if their husband's back there well, going, yeah, what are because, you doing? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like if, yeah. you know, they're just with, you know, yep. in a comfortable environment. Yep. Instead of trying to like and not mess up because exactly. their husband's watching or, them or, or, you know, another woman may not want somebody else's spouse watching. So sure, we just, absolutely. we just, Eliminate I mean, it's, it. yep, it's not even there, but they and can be there. We camp, they can have their kids there. Oh, cool. So at night it can be family time. We yeah. have big campfires and we tell stories and uh-huh. um, we do a church service on Sunday morning. I mean, oh, it's, so it's cool. just, it's the full experience. So uh, yeah, it's that is awesome. awesome. I'm, I'm like really jealous you want to yeah. go don't yeah, you yeah i do i don't know <laughs> get your do wife to come oh there you go good point there you go but then she'll be better at me than ever <laughs> what she already is so i guess that's great uh okay so you for those who don't know you uh you went hunting with ryan and cello another guy <laughs> that we work with this was cello's first season was. so cello you know in again relating back to the fire service <coughs> first time going in and, you know, Cello succeeds at everything he does, and he's just an awesome he human is. being. He's and like Ryan. Yeah. The yeah. two of them are like yeah. the dynamic duo. They are. I know. It just drives me bonkers. They're awesome. I love them both. <laughs> love you guys. Uh, so, you know, do you have any advice for beginners? You know, you're going into it. And Cello, I, I'm sure he put this pressure on himself. But, I mean, was there something that you were saying to him, you know, going into it, the the trip there, you know, the days? Because I'm sure it wasn't, you know, within the first hour that you guys got uh, uh, the bowl that Cello, Cello yes. ended up being successful, which, again, it was always amazing. successful. Such a One cool story. One of my favorite moments ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, being him. What I would have told him, he was, he had already told himself, you know, he went into it. He wasn't afraid to ask questions. You know, we're walking through the woods. He, you guys probably noticed this. If you work with him, he probably had an elk call in his mouth. Yeah. I know he had, he was practicing a lot. He's calling like at midnight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) At the station. Exactly. And he wasn't afraid to make a bad call, you know, in order to learn be like, is this right? You know? And I'm like, wow, you dude, you're a better caller than I, you know I mean? Huh. It's like, I've been trying this for 10 years and yeah. that was better than I could do. Um, so he did, he wasn't afraid to just ask the questions and put himself out there and try something new. I mean, he, he would just get out there and do it. And that's exactly what I would tell somebody. Don't be afraid to make the mistakes. You know, I mean, Ryan and I are making mistakes all the time. So, you know, anybody that came hunting with us thinks that thinks we're all business, yeah. <laughs> you know, thinks that we're going to be mad if something goes wrong. No, <laughs> but, um, he was just, he was so humble about everything he did, you know, and, and uh, openly unsure of himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he put himself out there in Which order is hard to, to do. it is hard to do. Yeah. And he did it with so much grace. It was, I mean, it obviously it was, it worked out for him, but, but yeah, not being afraid to make those mistakes because you're going to make them. So if I were to, if I were to take a, you know, newbie out there, let's say, you know, cello hadn't, hadn't wanted to talk much or ask many questions. Yeah. I'd just constantly be asking him, you know, let me know, you know, cause so much of this sure. we do automatically. We've been doing it for uh-huh. so long. You know, let me know if you have questions and, and, you know, don't be afraid to, to ask. ask it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if there's something that you're doing that, you know, maybe you shouldn't, it, it's hard for me to say something just cause I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. But if it's something truly that, you know, it's like, you know, maybe no, don't do that. Yeah. You know, cause it's like, <laughs> don't, don't sneeze, you know, or yeah. don't, just don't just out, out, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Don't. And I've done this. Don't laugh into the bugle tube after you screw up a bugle, just roll with it. Um, so, but he, he was the textbook student. He awesome. was awesome. And obviously it, 
it paid off in the end. Yeah, it, it seems uh, you know, a bunch of new probationers came online, and uh, that would I feel like that's really uh, important information for them. You know, you have a lot to learn and yeah. to be humble <laughs> and and to just roll with the punches and just you know ask many questions. Yeah, I mean, it's still I'm only four years in, and I've I still have questions every day. Absolutely, and, uh, there's just limitless knowledge everywhere you work. So. Are you ready, John? Or you got more questions? I just have one more, one yeah. more question. Ooh, good question. So, <laughs> <laughs> you as a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the best qualities in a student? Ooh, you know what I mean. What what makes uh, an individual successful as someone that's learning from someone that's done it before? Absolutely. What are some of the g- good attributes? Uh, you know, to be to be a good student. Absolutely. Um, first of all, humility. Uh-huh. I think that's the first thing. They they're they're not afraid to get in there and try uh-huh. and learn. So, you know, so many people, and I have a tendency to do this if I feel like I can't do it perfect the first time. I don't want anybody to see me screw up. Sure. But I think the best students are the ones that jump right in there. I'll try, you know, uh-huh. I'll be the first one to, to give it a shot. And, you know, and maybe it's awful, maybe it's horrible, but they've learned something from it and they've opened themselves up to ask the questions like, okay, you know, I noticed this. Is that how it's supposed to be? Um, so a student that will ask questions and not be the know-it-all, mm-hmm. you know, constantly trying to you know show everybody else how it's supposed to be done or you know they they you can you can tell that one person that's sitting there looking at you just waiting for that moment that they can tell you how how it really should be done or telling how much they know or how good they are at it Uh you i don't you can know, you spot you them can, a mile away? Yes, you uh-huh. usually can. Yeah. You can usually tell. <laughs> you can usually Sniff tell. Them out. Yeah, like. And yeah, so um, and the same being as a teacher, you can't go into it. You know, you you're you need to have the confidence and sure. and be the the expert. Meaning, I may just know just a little bit more than you, sure. but I'm still learning from you. Um, so, a teacher and student should have really have the same attributes: that conf- confidence to know you can learn it, even mm-hmm. if you haven't yet. The humility to be okay with making the mistakes mm-hmm. to learn it, mm-hmm. you know. And then from there, sharing that knowledge and being able to share it in a way that isn't doesn't put yourself on a higher pedestal. Sure. You know, it's like, oh, I can help you with this, you know, or oh, how did you, you know? Students that will say, how did you do that? I, you know, that that's how I want to do it. That just being open to mm-hmm. that and not not thinking they know more. I think that that yeah. makes the best student. Awesome. It really does. Cool. Quick attack. Yeah. <laughs> quick attack. <laughs> Lightning round. Lightning round. Is it quick attack? Well, Lightning I, round? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, Frank, I feel like I'm on Frank a Folino, he was like, you should call it quick attack, you know, fire related. Oh, quick yeah. Attack. Okay. Okay. We're, we're quick attacking this. Do I get a helmet? Uh, <laughs> uh, do you want a helmet? Oh, we could, we helmet. could probably. <laughs> Manny helmet. Manny, where's the helmet? Uh, nope, nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh boy. So, yeah, <coughs> he's got a list. I'm just gonna. I know. I see that list. Out. Really serious questions, and you, it's just fast. You can't. First yep. thing that comes Kay. into your mind. Guilty pleasure TV show. Mountain Men. <laughs> awesome. Love it. I love that show. I was watching like little bits of it. At this is not. It's on Prime right oh, now. Sorry, quick attack. Awesome. Quick attack. Okay. What is your screen time on your phone daily? Have you seen that thing pop up? I haven't, actually. What? I don't even know what you're I talking about. Know. Oh, it pops up on my thing. Every, it like, always so, like Ryan and I, we always talk about, what's your screen time right now? Because we try to beat each other on who has the lower screen time. I have no idea. I was it, just curious because you, you have you have all these billion different things yes. you do, and I'm like, I'm sure yours is like 30 seconds or something. Oh, quick attack. Quick attack. Uh, go-to song right now. What's in the radio? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Whatever Playlist. it takes. Imagine Dragons. Boom. Quick attack. Okay. Riddle. A man goes out in heavy rain with nothing to protect him from it. His hair doesn't get wet. 
How does he do that? He's bald. Oh. <laughs> bald is beautiful. Dad joke. Uh, okay. Scientist, worst letter grade you ever received? A plus. Oh, she's You're a 4.0? She's yeah. a level 10 nerd. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Good for you. Yeah. You like Dungeons and Dragons too? No. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, never, that is I incredible. I never got an A plus ever. No wonder Ryan, Ryan asked you for e- poems. <laughs> but hey, I, Ryan got A minus work. Oh, yeah. Well, we had to make it realistic. Uh, do you, uh, you know, we've already talked about your core family values, but do you have like a saying, you know, that you that you live by? A motto. Hunt happy. Yeah. There it is. Good attitude. Uh, when did something start out badly for you, but in the end it was great? Hmm. That bull. The bull. <laughs> Okay, a couple more questions. Weird foom, food combos you enjoy. Oh, goodness. Like the other day, my friends told me uh, mustard and French toast. And I was like, I, I, no. we're not friends anymore. Pe- peanut butter and tomato sandwiches. That's weird combo. That's a weird combo. Like Never just, even heard just of that. tomatoes in the sandwich? Just peanut butter and tomato sandwich. Yep. 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 Uh, you asked. <laughs> I threw you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> We should have asked that before we started the episode. I would have ended it right there. Uh, Have you ever quit anything? Yes. Is you want to (laughs) share? I've tried to quit biting my fingernails like four hundred times, so I've quit a bunch of times. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Quit a job. (laughs) Anything you would like to learn right now? Like you're like I kind of want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to waterfowl hunt. Something nice. I've never done. Uh, I went a lot this year, and again, practice shooting. I'm not very good. But my dog got her first couple ducks and geese. It was cool. A lot of fun. I was going to ask, what's your favorite uh, dish made from elk? Or what's uh, your favorite yeah. made from game? Any game? Uh, stew you? or roast. Hands stew down. or roast? Yep. Yep. What's the best part of an elk? Oh, backstrap. Of course. Yep. I kind of figured that. Backstrap? Backstrap. What's your favorite movie all time? Oh, Lonesome Death. Awesome. Whoa. Um, if Robert you had to Duvall? choose one yes. meal, one meal that you had to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? It would be the stew. Stew. Yep. Got it. Favorite color? Blue. I know it's kind of common stuff. That's okay. Blue? Blue. Blue. Huh. Well. That's all I got. Well, Chrissy, a million thank yous for coming oh, on the show. Like, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time out of your life. I could probably go like another hour asking about the science stuff because that <laughs> stuff is just like way, way. I'm above not very me. sciencey. Yeah. Well, I so I mean, I out of all, all the podcasts I've done, I was actually the most nervous for this. <laughs> I was excited, but what you guys do is amazing. I mean, it, what I do hunting, I love to do it, and I love to share it. But what you guys do is literally life-saving and life-changing oh, so thanks. thank you to you guys oh, thank you very Absolutely. much we appreciate yeah. it thanks so much for being on thank our, you. Yeah, on thank our you podcast so much. it's really awesome yeah. uh good luck in the next next fall same you know. to you uh, yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be keeping track of you absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> all right trash fire out 2019